Would anyone like to um, share either something they wrote or what that process uh, evoked for you? Mm -hmm. uh, Derek? Yes, I'd like to start, I guess. So, this I believe, practice, and rely on, therefore, to try and label or define what you're Oh, <laughs> ah, they can't follow you if you don't reach more slowly. I will try. Thank you. Thank you. This I believe, practice, and rely on, therefore, to try and label or define most any situation limits the infinite. Instead, I prefer to choose a path of fluid humility and non-judgmentalism to allow space for growth in an ever-expanding well pool of which I can grasp from. And not always expecting to learn immediately all there is to know, provides space to reflect and even glimpse at times directly to the true majesty of God. Like peace and justice, to strive for a relationship with God is the way to maintain that. It is not something granted without constant recertification and expansion. Thank you. Thank in the, you. In the trench. Thank you. That was just beautiful. Thank you. I'll share something. Okay. So, my, first of all, my Thanks process. My process, when Rabbi Jonathan said we were going to do this, my first reaction was, oh, I don't want to. This is going to be hard. I don't want to write stuff down. <clears throat> so this is what just came out. That's what I felt. That's what you felt too? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't think I was the only one. No. Mm -hmm. This I believe. I am part of God. Everything on earth is part of God. I am not able to keep that idea forefront or even present in my mind at all times. I am only a tiny part of God. We are responsible for our actions, and it's good to have our actions be helpful rather than hurtful, friendly rather than antagonistic, kind, and caring. I endeavor to keep my intentions clear in my own mind and admit my bad intentions to help myself let them go. The good I do in the world strengthens me. The good other people do is a gift to me that I would like to accept without jealousy or competitive self-criticism. Thank that you. That was a little much to share. No, it wasn't a little much to share. No, 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 no. How would you know? What? Wasn't, oh, oh, for you. Well, thanks for sharing it. I, I, I was understanding as I was writing, the goal of this is not to persuade other people, but to articulate for ourselves so that we can then align our actions with our, our beliefs. And nice and loud if you want to read to us. Sure. Good. <laughs> I value nature in all its many forms. The variety astounds me. I'm so grateful that my children were born on the farm. They learned to be observant, to love, to be excited by every living thing, plants, animals. To this day, either my daughter will call me in an excited voice or I will call her if our chipmunk appears on the porch to eat the seeds that she's put out for it. We stop our lives to watch this beautiful creature fill its cheeks 
and munch its nourishment. Of course, we watch it until it dashes away. Experiences like this happen every day of our lives, many times a day, and each of them, for me, a spiritual experience, some more than others. I'm at, I value music in many forms. I played the piano and guitar for many years. Now I play the recorder. To make music, especially shared in a group, or to listen to music, fills my heart. I wonder at this moment what my life would be without it. Therefore, I am grateful, fulfilled, and distracted from the difficulties of everyday life. Mm. Thank you, Anne. It's very tender. Thank you. So grateful we can speak our hearts here. It's very heartfelt. Bob? <clears throat> you said bullet points were okay. Oh, yes. This I believe. I am mortal. I cannot think except by conversation with myself. I am not fully alive unless that conversation safely extends to a conversation with another mortal. Such a conversation need not be mortal. Therefore, the action that I take is not as important as the conversation that must never become argument. It's a matter of life and death. Would you read that last sentence again? Well, yes. in that case, Ms. Shama, let's have him, I'd like him to take, do it all again. That, oh, that would be bad. <laughs> yeah. I just didn't want to be selfish. <laughs> I understand. I understand. But I just had a feeling it was, it was very concentrated. Would you read it again, please? You want me to read it again? Please. You don't want? No, she's asking. I'm asking. I'm pleading. <laughs> okay. Consider it a conversation. Uh, this, I believe. I am mortal. I cannot think except in conversation with myself. I am not fully alive unless that conversation safely extends to a conversation with another mortal. Such a conversation need not be mortal. <laughs> Therefore, the actions I take, Rabbi Jonathan's phrase about what we should write about, the actions I take are not as important as the conversation that must never become an argument. That is a matter of life and death. Thank you. And also, if you want to read something, you don't have to read everything you've written. If you, is this just a, a phrase that came out or anything? But we'll just keep opening the space for people to share. Yes, Helen. You know, I just want to say that for some reason, which was interesting to me, I had a real resistance to writing beliefs. Ah. I felt like, number one, it sort of took, would take me into my mind, and also there's an exhaustive network of conscious and unconscious beliefs. Like, I didn't know where to start. So, right. so I 
I wrote a few things down, but it, you know, there were polarities for everything, so I decided to just do values. Oh, that felt oh what a good idea. It felt like it came from a deeper place. Beautiful. Thank you yeah. for clarifying that. So I made a list of values, and then when you added the therefore, I was able to look at things in my life and things I do to support those values. Thank you. So, yeah, so... Mm -hmm. Go for it. Yeah, we want to hear. Go for it. No, no. Helen, we want to hear whatever you want to share. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. I had um, love, kindness, listening, understanding, equality, fairness, self-actualization, higher consciousness, creativity, beauty, humor, friendship, and learning. Well, my, uh, pretty much the values that guide mm -hmm. much of what I do. Yeah. Oh, great. Therefore, <laughs> and then I had, yeah. Oh, now Helen, I'm going to ask you to read that list again a little slower. I just want to absorb it. The list of the values? Mm -hmm. I love them. Oh, good. Okay, so I had love, kindness. Kindness is something that I noticed came on very strongly as I got older. Mm -hmm. and I just really value kindness more. I, I didn't even really have an acquaintance with it. Mm -hmm. um, understanding. Listening, equality, fairness, higher consciousness and self-actualization, creativity, beauty, humor, friendship, learning. I could probably add na nature. Beautiful. So. Hmm. Did you want to share any more of what you wrote? There, the therefore? Well, the therefore were things like, you know, coming out of that therefore, I'm a spiritual seeker, um, I try to be present to other people and their words, I enjoy helping others to learn, I dance and write music, I'm mm -hmm. playful, I look to learn from wise people, I do things to expand consciousness, I spend time in nature, I enjoy the arts. Very nice. So that's how your values inform your actions. Right. That's a nice way of describing it. Thank you for that. That would be another way we could have written. Yeah, thank you. Esther, and then Paul. This I believe. Life is precious and finite. Each day is to be treasured. Be in each moment of my life. Savor life, honor life, rejoice fully. Mourn your losses, even as you rejoice and savor life. Give what you are able to in friendship, in care, in comfort, in your most altruistic self. Stand up to bullies and tyrants. Be loyal to the truths you have that sustain you. Be aware of the larger truths manifested in our world. Use your creativity, gifts, knowledge, intellect, in the service of the larger world. Be truthful, honor your core values of love, honesty, openness, empathy, and intelligence. Therefore, be a constant friend. Be generous of mind and self to others. Be loyal and trustworthy. Be open to ideas that could even contradict your own. Grow and learn as best you can in an aging body. Use your creativity to connect with your inner being, your nishima. 
Take time to reflect your process and passage through your time here. Speak, uh, speak and bring truth to your daily life. Expand your knowledge base. Be alive in your life. Find joy in small moments. Understand who you're grieving for. Yourself, the person who passed. Yeah. Understand that. Be open-hearted. Find joy in others' accomplishments. We're, we're, being, we're being enriched by each other's expression of what's most important to us. Isn't that beautiful? That's, That's why women have to be elected to office. I think. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's the feminine, it's the woman's experience. <laughs> so this is just what came out. It was, I think it was more philosophical. But, this but I'm going for philosophical good. because we're all on different channels of this, but it's all... It's all, all the different frequencies, but the message is all coming from the same place, as far as I'm concerned. So this is what came out. I don't know if I can always read my handwriting, so we'll see what Nice, happens. and read slowly, Paul. <clears throat> this I believe. As a human being, I possess a divine spark, a soul, a spiritual gene that is evolving, beginning as a child awareness that can evolve into a mother awareness, where this mother awareness exists in a state of total interconnectedness with all that is, whose energy is love that I have a capacity and responsibility to cultivate my physical, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual energies in order to exist skillfully in this state of mother awareness and help all sentient beings do the same in their own way. That we all may discover who, why we are here, what is our destiny, and help everyone to do the same. That in fact, we live in such difficult, but also exciting times, that it is now all hands on deck that it can't just be life as usual, but a greater urgency to create and maintain an environment that will allow all of us to, virtually, to virtuously fulfill our destinies. As human beings, we are so blessed, have such potential. Now is the time, not tomorrow, to cultivate and harness our higher, more virtuous energies and act. Otherwise, what we face is unimaginable. Actually, an act to literally save and preserve life on this planet. Otherwise, what we face is unimaginable. Still, being supremely optimistic, as my soul is immortal, even with great ecological and environmental devastation, it will survive. It will have to go somewhere else. Maybe not so easy, hard to imagine. Thank you so much. That's very, I love listening to that. Jerome. A little different, too. That's because you're you. <laughs> I have no idea why things happen the way in which they do. I often think there is someone or some energy that sort of runs the show. Why do things happen? And why are we lucky at some times? And why doesn't it last forever? A good example is sports or gambling. Players go along until they get a lucky streak or until every shot goes into the cup or into the basket. Why or when that happens, we have no idea. Maybe we're all in the matrix, for all of you who saw the movies, and maybe really none of us are running the show, and maybe we don't have any free will. Uh, that's another subject that we can talk about. 
whatever is running the show, we never have, <coughs> whatever it is that's running the show, I have never felt the need to pray and ask for something. So as a child, that was what, suggested, what was suggested to me by parents and grandparents. I go along as best I can in, in each circumstance and try to accept whatever happens as that which was supposed to happen, doubting that what I do or say really affects the outcome that is supposed to be anyway. <laughs> Thank you, Jerome. <laughs> There's a um, uh, very famous teaching by Sim the Simcha Bonam, a Hasidic teacher, that I've quoted to you many times, where he says, a person needs to have uh, walk around with a note in each pocket. Yeah. And one note says, I am dust and ashes. I am dust and ashes. And the other note says, for me the world was created. <laughs> and, and then the rest, that's all it says, but for me the rest of it, and wisdom is in knowing which note you need to look at and remind yourself of, of at any given moment. Yeah. You know, but there's this fun, there's this, this, this profound paradox at the root of our experience that we're important and we're not. You know? Yeah. Myrna? I just want to share, some, in some ways that goes along with the Native American, um, I don't know what to call it, but it, you know, we say the smart person knows what can be changed and what can't. I, I forgot how to, it's a it's Native American prayer. And then there's the serenity prayer, <laughs> which is also a statement of profound truth. Uh, Give me the wisdom to know. God grant me, wisdom to know what help me, I, I always get them out of order. The courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that's, that's a great mission statement for a living. I, I, um, when I'm counseling people, or formally or informally, I'm always looking for which, which note do they need to remember. Like, you know, lighten up, and this too shall pass, or no, this, you are of the moment, and this is it, do it. You know, and uh, it's, it's a big giant paradox. I'm struck in these sharings uh, how people seem to live or, you know, focus on one of these things more than the others. One of the worlds. One of the worlds. People seem more, you know. Right. That's right. Eat, eat different temperaments, different personalities. Some of us more philosophical, some of us more um, personal. Uh, uh, per um, emotionally connected, heart, and, and it's all fine. It is all fine, and that's part of why I wanted to introduce you to the all that all these levels are considered to be um, equally valid and utterly interconnected. Uh, Bob, this I believe that the most important thing I can do is to aid and abet the continuation of the Jewish people. 
This is accomplished by learning as much as I can about Jewish history, culture, tradition, and the Hebrew language. Visiting and supporting the State of Israel, supporting institutes of Jewish learning. Hmm. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Isn't it beautiful that some of us can have an animating purpose <coughs> that's specific to our, say, our people, and others have animating purposes that are just different. It's like it's all okay. But I'm glad you're here. And I'm glad you're here, Paul. Um, did you want to say something before, Paul? Yeah. Um, what he just said, I think it was Aviva Zornberg who said that like, the no individual intellectually can kind of describe God or what they kind of believe, but if we all sit around the campfire and each give our little thing, right. then we all get it. That's right. Yeah, that's we, what I was thinking that's of. That's the idea. In the multiplicity of voices is where we'll find the... the our, and we get it in our heart, mm -hmm. not in our mind. Yeah. And where we'll sort of, we'll Experience be, it it's like a feast. Yeah. It's like a nourishing feast. Where, oh, that, that's, oh, I want to taste that. So I can look at that. Yeah, absolutely. Susan? Um, this I believe. I believe that there's some divine order in the universe, and often I forget it. But in moments of synchronicity, I am reminded. I believe that there's a positive and negative side of everything that happens to us. I believe that love begets love and spreads out like ripples, and that the opposite of love is fear, and that also spreads out as ripples and often manifests as hate. Sometimes it appears as if fear and hate are predominant, but ultimately love prevails, and it is only through love that our life is fulfilled. Therefore, I want to focus on being with people in situations that inspire me and invoke my love, and I want to let my love shine out towards others, whether family, friends, acquaintances, or strangers. I want to express love, compassion, and forgiveness to myself as well as to others. I would like to resist reacting to hate and fear with anger and hate, but rather with compassion. I would like to help and serve others to make life better for them. I want to focus each day on gratitude for all the love, beauty, and abundance that has been in my life, rather than on lacks and problems, worries, and fears of the future. Amen. Thank you so much. Okay, me too. Yeah. <coughs> oh, oh. Anybody else move to, move to share? Anybody want to say something reflecting on what you're hearing? I'm reflecting on how grateful I am to be here today. Mm. How dear it is <clears throat> to be in a place, as you said before, that's safe, that's comfortable, that has some structure, that has the opportunity to go into wherever we feel inclined to go and to experience ourselves both as presenting and being witness. And that's a very, that's a very important thing. I remember years and years ago, 
I was with Grace Paley in a poetry writing workshop. <coughs> and uh, it was lovely, of course, and she, I don't know if you, she was a lovely person. And I was scribbling some notes before we actually adjourned. But she saw me scribbling, but just like now, I wrote something that I think very important, but I don't feel like I need yeah. to disclose it. If you were hard pressed, I'd certainly provide it. I understand. I don't have any shame or discomfort. But anyway, she said, What do you have there? What do you have? She kept poking. <laughs> and it was some notes of recollection of my mother. And I stood up and I read it. And what touched me so deeply was the way I felt so much closer to my mother. And I didn't even write anything about it. It was just a, a, an incident in my childhood. But having people there as witnesses and mm -hmm. hearing my voice and being heard in my voice had such an incredibly profound effect on me. Mm -hmm. And I'm getting that sense today how lovely for all of us to sit here and share some of our most intimate mm -hmm. ideas, recollections, values, Thank you, Jonathan. Thank, Thank you. All of you. Thank all of you. It's really lovely. Thank you. I, I think I'll read you what I wrote. Yes. <clears throat> this I believe, that I never stop growing, that I am here for a purpose, to manifest God's glory and to enjoy and inhabit God's creation that there exists a spiritual, energetic, infinite reality out of which consciousness springs. Therefore, I will be not discouraged or dismayed, for you're with me. I'm just quoting Psalm 23 here. Your staff and rod do comfort me. You set a table for me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Therefore, I will not fear. This I believe, that we are endowed with conscience and abiding understanding of right and wrong. That we are only conscious of a certain layer of our existence and that we must train ourselves to listen for the unseen sources of inspiration. We must be willing to let our lives and our comfort be disrupted by the next level of awareness bubbling up from the depths. That we must embrace our dreams, our inchoate longings. That we must follow the inarticulate longing and the call. That we must train ourselves to listen and then follow. I believe that I must hold myself with utmost seriousness and with lightness as well. That's what I wrote today. Amen. Amen. I'm especially experiencing this right now since my mom passed away at the end of May. And it's been a while since I've had this kind of disruption in my self. And it's so fascinating to me to watch the changes that are happening to me now that I didn't, I didn't anticipate, couldn't predict. And because I've done this for so long, this, I'm not afraid of it. 
even as I have large waves of emotions coming over me, I know that on the other side of that wave, there's, a, there's something I haven't known before. Uh, I, I imagine others here who've lost their parents before I did, you know, saw themselves change afterwards, but I didn't know about it. And so that's what's most, most present for me right now. It's, it's very beautiful, even as I am mourning. Um, and so I'm once, so whereas I used to be afraid of what was going to be next, I'm, I'm not af- afraid anymore. I'm just curious. Does that make sense? Um, So the gift of my mom's passing is what's most present for me right now. Uh, 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 Unexpectedly. Because of course I'm missing her all the time. And yet I'm watching as something new emerges inside me. Anyway, as an explorer of of my interior my whole life, I mean, remember my rabbi told me that I, I'd be a lot easier if I didn't take my own temperature so often. I would really say that. Um, uh, um, I'm reminded, and, and my daughter, Timna, is coming home soon from a solo backpacking trip. And she just felt like she needed to do this. And she didn't know why. And um, I knew... And, you know, that's kind of like, I've just got to do this. And she's, uh, she called a few days ago from, she'd gotten through a first part of her hike and was talking about how hard it was to, she was having, but I said, no, 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 you had to do this. Face it, look at it, embrace it. That's what I wanted to, to yeah. teach her. Good dad. Oh, thank you. And I, and I wrote to her, I said, I'm going through something similar myself since, since you know, Safta, which is grandma, since Safta died. But I'm not scared anymore. Which is a beautiful thing to realize. Thanks for letting me share that. That's it's a very rich time for me right now. Mm. Yes, please. This is much closer to a morning minion than it is to a temple service. And as we go into remembering the temple service through the next series of holidays, I think we should honor the brilliance of the rabbis who, at the destruction of the temple, kept us going by a group of people talking about text and reflecting back on themselves. I think we are oh, isn't that channeling 2,000 years after the destruction of the temple by this city. So thank you for that. Thanks. Just to contextualize what Bob's saying, it's like when we study in the Torah or in the Mishnah, what happened, say, on Yom Kippur? It was, it was high church, it, as it were. It was grand ritual, sacrifices. And, and then when the temp and, and a, 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 a diff, high ritual, and then the rabbis, when the temple was destroyed, said, well, without, the, without that, how are we going to seek atonement? And we have to do it through self-reflection, prayer, 
and um, acts of kindness, and uh, invented, as it were, a new way to get close to God. Not that it didn't exist before, but that became the norm. So yes, here in 2018 in Woodstock, we're doing our version of that, and thank you. I'll conclude by saying, may our friendships are here and outside of the synagogue, our synagogue community be a place where we can continue to examine, explore, and articulate our deepest, deepest selves. Amen. Amen. We'll meet again next Thursday and see what we do then. <laughs> oh, Ellen just reminded me. As is customary, we blow the shofar. Let's all rise. Everything in yellow, if you can volunteer during our high holidays, that's what makes it hum. And you may have noticed the tent is up. Yeah. Yeah. Getting ready for us. Artemis. Getting ready for us. Okay. Let this shofar blast uh, awaken us to all of these beautiful levels of reality.